We're back with BetMGM tonight on the BetQL Network, presented by BetMGM. How about the Wizards right now, Ryan? Up 69-65 on the Philadelphia 76ers. Live total is 241. Ooh. So we're looking all right. Looking good, looking good. A lot That's of right. NBA games tonight. You got the Magic down 13-65-52 to the Cavs at halftime. Memphis down three to the Pistons right now. That is like that is a battle of two really bad teams. The Grizzlies and Pistons are playing right now. Dude, I bet, I bet that game I forgot to give it out, and I don't think anybody should have tailed me anyway. Although, yeah. I took the Pistons. I did. I took the Pistons. Did I, you really? Yeah, like, Kate, everybody was going tonight. Memphis is beat up, dude. Derrick Rose, God bless him. I love him. Top five yeah. in my book. But he was starting tonight, so it was. Uh, there was a little bit of line movement, and I said, I'm going to grab some Detroit. Really small, and I did play the Pistons. I've been betting a lot of hoops lately. I'm, a, I'm glad to see you back in. I had an awesome week in college basketball. Hit like 75% of my bets. Mm-hmm. And then last night, uh, hey, if we're going to celebrate the wins, we got to be honest about the losses. Yes, this I went is very three, true. I went 3-9 and nine Ooh, betting college hoops last night. That's brutal. Yeah. I'm betting we look, like really small every game. Except, you know, like if there's something I really like, mm-hmm. you know, I go a little bit harder. But um, like half a unit plays. And then, yeah, after a great week, 3-9 and nine last night. I think maybe this place might be bad luck. Oh, uh, I mean, I could have told you that. When I had COVID, <laughs> I was I was like, all right, we're off neutral floors now. I'm just going to try to, you know, see what the model has to say and try mm-hmm. to cap some of these games. And I didn't watch most of them because I was sick as hell. And so I would just place like 9, 10 bets, go to sleep at like 5 p.m., wake up the next morning, check the account. And I was on fire. And I was like, maybe this is the key right here, right? So what was, yeah, so what was your method then if you're blind betting college basketball games this just, early? So... I mean, betting as soon as possible. Okay. Look aheads the night before. You're getting like in closing line value means absolutely nothing. I feel. I feel like it. Lean, it like it, I mean, it means something. But in college hoops uh-huh. right now, it means like absolutely nothing. But I was beating the number on most of the bets. Uh, taking a look at it. So like the last. Well, I mean, but I, like, was it more totals? Was it more sides? Was it more underdogs? So was it a lot of totals and a lot of underdogs? Okay. okay. A lot of unders, some overs. Yeah. Yeah, a lot of dogs, though, and beat the number with most of them. You know, I like to grab dogs, obviously, like over the key numbers, over seven and a half, which used to be so important, especially at the end of games, uh, like three possession games. That used to be when teams would wave the white flag. You're down Uh seven, you're down three possessions. All right, 10 seconds to go. Just let the team dribble it out. Let's Mm -hmm. Let's get out of here now, though. You see so much weird stuff with these I know. with these college kids. It's very frustrating. But End if you don't watch the games, you don't have to sweat. That, you just wake up and you either got the money uh, or you're broke. Isn't it so nice it's to not nice. sweat sometimes? Yeah. It's kind of nice. Yeah. It's, yeah. A, it's a good thing to go through at least occasionally. The only so. thing that sucked was I was so miserable that I couldn't do my the, the season finale of the uh, tailgate kickoff. And I couldn't give out any of my bets for championship. We couldn't talk about any of those games. Couldn't talk about the playoff. Had literally no voice. And even Friday night... Uh, I was so excited for that Pac-12 championship game, and I was sending you guys messages. I fell asleep in the fourth quarter. I had to rewatch it. I woke yeah. up at 2 a.m., and I saw the score, and I'm like, they lost? Oregon actually lost? And I had to go back, and I had to watch the game. That's how miserable I was. Oh, my, yeah. my wife was like, I'm worried about you now <laughs> because you haven't shut up about this game in like three weeks. I know. you got. I and mean, it's it the was last just, one ever. It was, it was your Super Bowl. Well, I guess you got all of bowl season, but I feel like championship weekend, there's more to it. I don't know. Those bowl games... You, a lot are bet and forget if you don't really want to watch. They're just paid exhibition games. Yeah. So the I, reason I like the bowl games now is, um, like, as a fan, you know, like, let's say um, Caleb's not going to play. Uh huh. You know, Bo Nix is going to play for Oregon, but let's say, like, he was going to opt out. 
you could see maybe what you have in some of these backups, some of yeah. these five star true freshmen. Sure, sure. I mean, there there know. is that, but I mean, in terms of like, it's tough to wager. Just on. yeah, it's, it's cap, though, there's yeah. a lot of there's a lot of things you got to kind of you know think about and worry about here. So yeah. you know, and it's at this point now. I mean, so if we because we, we talked about this a lot. I know you've missed you obviously missed some time, so we yeah. haven't had a chance to get into it a ton. Feels like to me. Like, the Heisman and the NFL MVP have both fluctuated. We've watched the odds. We've watched uh, really nobody truly separate themselves. I feel like now we at least have separation in the Heisman versus the MVP. Jaden Daniels is winning this Heisman. Oh, I hope so. I, I hope I know you and you got him at a good price, didn't you? What was it? Yeah, so I got eighteen to one, I got twelve to one, and I got nine to one on okay. Daniels. I bet him three times. And I because no one's really separated themselves with like checking all the boxes, the fact that the LSU had three losses shouldn't be held against them because, damn it, that defense was horrendous this year. And there's oh, nobody yeah. that I would look at that, say, has had a better season and deserves it more than him. Maybe a Marvin Harrison Jr., but, like, we know wide receivers just don't win it. Meanwhile, I'm looking at the NFL MVP right now with Dak and Brock Purdy, both 3-1. to one. Jalen Hurts is 4-1. to one. Mahomes is plus 650. Two is 8-1. to one. Lamar is 8-1. to one. And I'm sitting here going, I could make an argument for... Everybody on there, including Christian McCaffrey at 20 to 1, we know he's not going to win it, but if there was ever a year that a non quarterback could win the damn award, this would be the year that it should actually happen. But it's just really hard for me to like feel comfortable in that market right now in MVP versus like Heisman. Again, it doesn't really matter at this point now, but yeah. you know what I mean? Like, I feel like now we can at least go, all right, it's probably Jaden Daniels. He separated himself at this point with Bo Nix losing the way that they did in the, in the title game. It's funny because, like, really quick on Jaden Daniels, like, I've going into the season, people were like, he's probably not even a quarterback at the next level. He's probably a wide receiver. It was like Lamar Jackson all over again. And his player comp right now is maybe a more accurate Lamar Jackson. Yep. If he could stay, I was going to say, if he could stay clean in the pocket, if he could stay healthy, he's going to leave the pocket. He's going to use his legs. He's electric. I mean, mm -hmm. he could be a thousand yard rusher. He is Lamar light. He's just got to avoid those big hits and stay healthy because he's so frail. He's so you know, thin. I don't know how much muscle you could put on him, how much bigger you want him even. Mm -hmm. But, man, he's good. And he's going to win Heisman, win me a bunch of money. As far as the MVP market, man, I still got the Lamar bet. Still the same price, 8-1. to one. He's most likely not going to win. But you look at the top of this board, Dak 3-1. to one. Do you trust Dak to win the big game? Dak has to beat Philadelphia yes. this weekend. This that is determines the, the division, and that eliminates one of them from the MVP. Yeah. Both, yeah, so, both those. So him him and Jalen. This is, And I feel like Jalen, I mean, he's only 4-1 to one right now, and he's got the highest ticket percentage. I get he's got the highest handle percentage. He's the biggest liability. I think he's out of the race, at least for a little bit, even if they beat Dallas and he performs well because of what he did against the Niners and what Purdy did against the Eagles. You know what I mean? It's mm -hmm. like a Heisman matchup if Daniels and Bo Nix were to go head-to-head -head and Oregon rolls LSU 48-7. to You know what I mean? Like, Bo Nix is going to get the looks right there. Right. And that's kind of what I'm seeing with Purdy, and that's why he's 3-1 to one right now. And he's going to win it before CMC does, um, unfortunately. CMC would be Offensive Player of the Year, and Purdy yeah. would be the MVP because it's a quarterback award right now. But it's right tough because now, then there's but... Tyreek Hill. Tyreek Hill could have 2,000 yards receiving. Yeah. And so Christian McCaffrey could have the year that he's having and not win a single award. I would love to see. If Tyreek goes over 2,000 yards, man, I would love to see it. But I would... I would rather bet price wise you would rather have the fourteen to one, but sure. case wise I would make the case for Tua eight to eight to one over Tyreek at fourteen to one. Yeah. Because I mean, he didn't go over two thousand yards, but look at the season that Cooper Cup put together a couple seasons ago when the Rams won the he Super had, what, Bowl. He had what eighteen hundred? And he was just yeah, and he was offensive player of the year. Yep. He should have been the MVP that season, you could have argued. Over well, Aaron he Rodgers. did get Super Bowl MVP, so that made up for it. Yeah. So there was that. But no, you're right. And it's like if you look at both of the names 
that are on here. And well, let me, let me check. In terms of the quarterbacks, with Brock Purdy and Tua, and you're looking at them saying, but they've got great offensive players that they're playing with, right? Yeah. Well, Christian McCaffrey, you could at least make the argument, he can do some stuff on his own. Like, you get the ball in his hands as a running back, and he makes plays. He can go out in the slot and be a receiver. He can do all kinds of different things. Tua, like, has to get the ball to Tyreek Hill. Yeah. Like, uh, wide receivers have always said this about wide receivers, is they're if you don't have a good quarterback or you don't have a good assembly line of success, by that I mean offensive line protecting the quarterback, quarterback getting time to throw the football, accurately getting it to his wide receiver, like if all those things don't happen, you basically just have an overpaid decoy. Look at Terry McLaurin right now in Washington. Dude had no receptions last game. Thank God he's not a diva because he made a joke about just running a bunch of cardio. If there's any receiver that deserves to be saying, hey, get me the damn football more, it would be Terry McLaurin. But you see, you're not getting yeah. all that offensive line is a joke in Washington. So it's hard when you look at Tua for me to either bet or even justify the MVP Tyreek Hill over Tua because Tua's also having an MVP caliber season and he's a quarterback, and he's getting the ball to Tyreek Hill. Like Tyreek can't do it on his own. You know what I mean? So like, it's, yeah, it's, it's un- like the it's really hard to make that. Even though Tyreek is having a historic season, so that's it's just what I hate about the MVP award in the NFL. You just you lose out on, and I guess in a lot of ways, offensive player of the year kind of fills the gap maybe for somebody that doesn't play quarterback to get recognized for the season that they had. But it just. If there was ever a year, man, Christian McCaffrey, non-quarterback winning it, nobody separated themselves enough for me to truly say, I think they deserve it. Now, that could change over the last month of the regular season, but right now it just doesn't feel that way. Although, yeah, either Dak or Jalen Hurts gets eliminated, I think, whoever loses that game on Sunday. Yeah, with Tua and Tyreek, that's a good point. They almost cancel each other out, Uh right? Like, it's unfair, but that's probably how that works. It's like in the NBA where if Dame goes to the Bucks and averages 34 points per game, he's not going to get – most likely he's not going to get a whole lot of MVP yeah. love because they also have Giannis. They're going to cancel each other out. Yes. And I feel like that's the same situation for Tua and Tyreek, unfortunately. Dak 3-1. to one. Dallas has to beat Philadelphia. Dallas might have to run the table and get the one seed in the East. And I just – I don't know. I mean, I have the bet, but I don't know if I trust that. Purdy, you can make the case like – Hey, he's got great numbers. You could also say, well, he's got a bunch of talent around him. He's got the best tackle in football in Trent Williams. He has Debo. He has Brandon Ayuk. He has George Kittle. He has C-Mac. And he has Kyle Shanahan calling the plays. But still, I mean, he's the one putting up the numbers, and he's the quarterback of the best team in the NFC. And they play the easiest schedule remaining, one of the easiest schedules remaining in the NFL. So he's going to continue to pad those stats, man. And they're going to win the division because who else? Like They're, what, minus 2,500 or whatever right now. Hurts cost himself with that game against San Fran. Mm-hmm. The only other case also, I'd quick, be able Hertz to make... Also, Hurts has not had a year that he had last year no. either. Last year like, was a, before he got hurt, not yeah. the same player this year. And you can say the same thing. Like, he's not having the same year. The numbers mm-hmm. are down a little bit. And look at his weapons. A.J. Brown has been silent the last couple of weeks compared to what he did the first couple of weeks of the season. Devontae Smith, you have a bunch of weapons, which helps him out a little bit. Mm-hmm. The only other case I can make... So, for me right now, it would be between Dak and Purdy. Who's going who's gonna to end up with the number one seed in the NFC? I'm out on Jalen for now. Or you could say, well, Mahomes doesn't have the best weapons right now. He's got Travis Kelsey, Sky Moore, MVS. Yeah, yeah. So if the Chiefs are able to run the table, like for Andy Reid to win coach of the year, the Chiefs have to go 17-0. and mm-hmm. Mahomes doesn't have to go 17-0, and maybe even get the one seed in the AFC. But man, if they run the table, you know what I mean? Like if they do get the one seed mm-hmm. or a two seed home field advantage, 
I think he's going to get some love, and I don't know that you're ever going to get a better price than plus 650 with Patrick Mahomes if you believe in the Chiefs because that would be the case for him. Hey, we know that this guy's won the award. We know he's the best quarterback. We know Andy Reid's his play caller. But, man, he does not have weapons right now. Yeah. And, and I, they're I, still winning games because of him. If you take him off that team, they might be a four-win team. So that's the case you could make for Mahomes and maybe why you'd want to bet him I think that's a at fair, that price. I think that's a fair justification for that, honestly. And, and really, and again, we, if we sit here and talk about, like, we just poked holes in everybody, right? Reasons why they shouldn't win it one way or the other. A lot mm-hmm. of talent around them or somebody's getting them the football. And when you really look at it, the guys that truly define right now MVP this year are Patrick Mahomes and C.J. Stroud at 25-1, man. Like, I would rather are you see him kidding win me? Rookie of the Year. I, I mean, it is an unbelievable season that he's having behind an offensive line that's an absolute joke. Now he loses Tank Dell for the rest of the year, but let's say that offense keeps humming along. He's also lost another weapon, and yet they're still playing the way that they are. To look at where they were last season to this year, you had the second overall pick, second worst record in the NFL. To now being, if they make the playoffs, let's say they're a playoff team and they win, I don't know, nine games. That's a massive improvement. I mean, when you go, how many games did they win last year? Was it three? The Texans two or two? Last I mean, season? two, right? Because they yeah. won the last game of the year. It was two. Yeah. So if they go from two wins to nine wins, remember Andrew Luck, his rookie year with the Colts, they went from two wins to eleven. Yeah. Like he deserved MVP consideration his rookie year too. We haven't seen that much of a jump and that much improvement since really Andrew Luck when he was the rookie quarterback for the Colts. I, if this just. Again, I know we've got like the standards and we've got the cliches and it's probably going to be something simple like it's Jalen Hurts just winning or whatever. It's Brock Purdy and, and great for Brock Purdy. They'd be a great story. But really, in a year where people haven't separated themselves, you've got to kind of look at sort of the more, I don't know if extreme cases is the right choice here, but like non-quarterback in Christian McCaffrey or somebody in Patrick Mahomes that's not having maybe as good of a year as we've seen in the past but not working with as much, or C.J. Stroud as a rookie. Like, that's that defines an MVP with what he's doing and the way that that team has improved from last year to this year. I know it's not just him. Yeah. I know it's coaching. I, there's a lot of different things. But let's be honest with ourselves. It's a quarterback-driven award anyway. We know how important the quarterback actually is to a team. And, my God, look at him. He's done, he's done what an MVP would do for a team. He's the favorite to lead the league in passing yards. That's always not a good thing, especially with a young quarterback. You could be trailing, playing from behind, sure. patting your stats sure. that's not the case man like they have a shot to win that division especially because we don't know how healthier when trevor lawrence is officially coming back i kind of chuckled this morning when it was like doug peterson says trevor lawrence won't practice today it's like well no duh i mean <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> like why would he be out there but yeah he's the favorite to win passing leader plus 200 um and yeah like he's he looks really good i don't think he'll win the award but what I would do, Coach of the Year, Dan Campbell, I get the Lions haven't won the division since 1992, but mm-hmm. rather than go Stroud MVP, and the price isn't great, but D'Amico Ryans is still yeah. plus 250. Yeah. He's got to be your Coach of the Year. That's yeah, a top-10 t- defense yes. right now. The offense looks good. How does he not win that award? That was a team that their win total was 5.5 coming into the season. The Lions were supposed to be good. I guess we what we really have to think about is just what the last four weeks are going to be. Right? Like, that's sort of what you think about. Like, how do the Lions look the last four weeks? And they've kind of been trending in the wrong direction. I mean, you like the Bears on Sunday. I think the Bears are going to win that game outright. So, and like, let, I mean, Detroit's got the 16th toughest schedule the rest of the way. Win percentage at about 517 the rest of the season. Houston's got a win per, uh, a strength of schedule of 26. So, that can help, right? Like, they start winning more games in Detroit. 
D'Amico Ryans becomes the favorite, and you miss yeah. out on that plus 250. So, yeah. I'm with you, though. I think D'Amico Ryans deserves that award, too. I think that's a good bet. I think yeah. that's a good bet to make right now. So do I. I mean, it's not plus 800, but no, yeah. yeah. It's bet MG on the night.